You're listening to Biz Here. Well, however you're listening to us today, whether via iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud or bizhere.com, welcome. This is Biz Here, the podcast series from Hope FM, in which we speak to various different organisations, businesses, charities and individuals who are all striving to make a real difference within their community. Today, we welcome Jeremy Knowles from All Churches Trust, one of the largest grant-making charities in the UK since they were founded in 1972. They have given away over 100 180 million pounds to churches, Christian organizations, and charitable causes. And Jeremy is here talking to Blair Crawford about the work and the projects that All Churches Trust supports. Biz here, telling your stories. So, Jeremy, uh, tell us how did All Churches Trust come into being? Well, All Churches Trust came, came into being in, in 1972, um, and it was formed in order to protect the original intentions of the founders of the financial services group that we own, which is called Ecclesiastical Insurance Group, which goes back much, much further, back to 1887. Um, and uh, the, the insurance group was founded in order to, of course, provide insurance um, to, uh, to the churches of, of the country, as the name suggests, particularly the Church of England at that time. But the founders wanted the profits from Ecclesiastical to go back to, to good causes, to charitable causes, particularly to the church in, in those times. Um, and uh, in 1972, All Churches was founded to preserve that original intention so that uh, the profits from the excellent business that Ecclesiastical uh, carries out um, and the profits they make can continue to go back to uh, the good causes that um, we want to support throughout the country through churches and Christian charities who are doing such excellent work all around the country. Now, obviously, I've been looking, I quoted that figure of $180 million. That, That's That's a, a, a considerable sum of money, but I, I suppose that must be divided between hundreds and hundreds of projects. It certainly is. We support typically uh, anywhere up to about 1,200 um, projects a year, 1,200 applications that we, we look at, and the vast majority of those are supported, so something in the high 90% uh, sort of range of applications that we receive are supported. So we're very busy. We get a lot of applications coming in, um, but we try to process those all as quickly as possible and give people responses as quickly as we can. So, Jeremy, if you had to outline what the, the main objects of the Trust uh, are, what would they be? The primary object of the Trust really is to support, is to promote the Christian faith. That's the, that's the big headline message. Um, we believe that, um, you know, we're a strongly Christian Trust, and we believe that uh, through the local church and through uh, denominational bodies and through Christian charities around the country, there's, there's a huge amount of potential for, for great things to happen, for communities to be supportive, for churches to make an impact. Uh, uh, connecting with their communities and responding to needs in those communities in all sorts of imaginative ways. Um, so although that's, that, that's the headline message, we see that worked out in all sorts of very exciting and practical and imaginative ways as we enable churches to do and, and Christian charities to do more of the things they'd love to do but sometimes just don't have the funding to be able to do. I guess that you must see lots of people with, with vision because all these projects start out with creative people having wonderful ideas. And, and of course, very often times, whenever they look at the funding which is necessary, it's like a, a huge mountain. And I guess that in some ways, although you can't respond to all need, you're responding to quite a lot of it. We are, yes. As, as I say, we respond to, to um, or we certainly respond to all applications. We can't always support all of them, all of them but, it, it, but we support many of them. Uh, and it is a huge challenge sometimes, particularly for, for larger projects, sometimes costing hundreds of thousands or even sometimes millions of pounds. Um, and that can seem like an insurmountable challenge and, and task to people uh, on many occasions. But I'm constantly inspired and amazed at the, the perseverance and the dedication of people, whether they're in local churches or, or Christian charities, who who just um, grasp the nettle and, 
and go for it and find that actually when they apply themselves and apply to churches to trust such as all churches and there are of course others out there too um little by little that that big sort of funding mountain can be chipped away at and, and the, the, uh, the amount that's needed can be raised and the vision can come into being so it is possible uh, but it is a challenge looking at your website i was totally intrigued by the range of projects uh, f- you know from ver- very small projects to, to, to quite large ones. Mm-hmm, yeah. uh, when you say, what, what type of projects have you been funding recently? Well, as you said, Blair, there is a huge range. It, it's from, um, you know, really sort of fairly, you know, essential repairs and maintenance sometimes to churches. We, we recognize that, um, you know, unless you've got a church building that's, that's watertight and warm and, and welcoming and has got the right equipment in it, you know, sometimes there's a limit to what you can do if you're trying to, to reach out to the community and uh, and do some some exciting and imaginative things. So we're very happy to to look at um, applications for those simple you know repairs that just are so essential to keep a building in good order. So uh, plenty of those sorts of things. Uh, and then at the other end of the spectrum, um, some some really big projects that um, tackle some some big issues. There's one that comes to mind uh, around um, tackling the issue of holiday hunger that's been in the media sometimes. Sometimes there are children who are on preschool meals who. It's fine for them during turn times, but um, but when they're on holiday during school holidays, they sometimes can lack uh, a square meal, you know, as they as they need throughout the day. So we work with a charity called Transforming Lives for Good, who are working through local churches to tackle this issue and to raise up volunteers and to equip churches to respond to that issue, so that children in communities are not having to go hungry, but can find uh, not just a, a nice hot meal, but also a warm welcome, and uh, perhaps even more. They might not be expected to through their local church. Um, and everything in between, really. There's a huge range of things. Churches are responding to, to needs in their communities in, in areas such as, as youth work, um, homelessness, which is, again, such a sadly such an issue, um, working with ex-offenders, trying to find uh, ways for them to be reintegrated back into communities. Um, uh, almost anything you can think of, churches are out there doing it, and we want to be part of responding to, to the needs and to the opportunities that are there. Now, Jeremy, I know that the, the trust doesn't fund uh, running expenses, you know, salaries and, and, and that sort of thing. But is there any project that is that is too small for your consideration? Or do you want to hear from people whether they have very small projects along with those larger ones that you outlined there? Mm. No, nothing is too small, really. Um, we, we, um, we have a range of grant programs. And um, the, the thing for people to do is to, is to apply to us. And then we will find the program that it fits in best. And and definitely those smaller projects, as I say, just even sort of what seem like, you know, perhaps small and maybe insignificant repairs are just as important to us as, as those really big things because we recognise that, uh, you know, sometimes those things are essential to, to keep the show on the road. So we're more than happy for people to apply to us for, you know, projects costing just perhaps a few thousand pounds or even less than that. And, and we will uh, we'll offer a grant if we can that, that fits in with the cost of that project and hopefully helps the, uh, the church applying to, to, to get to where they need to and to now, from time to time, you you put a particular emphasis on on funding that you, that you'd like to see, and at the moment, you have a program which you call Growing Lives, focusing on projects that benefit children, young people, and and their families. Why did the trust decide at this particular moment in time to put that emphasis? Well, uh, it comes out of uh, a, a realization, I suppose, that um, a lot of the applications we receive um, throughout uh, the years and over time focus on children and, and young people's work and we recognize that that's a key area of ministry and mission for, for many churches and, and Christian charities. 
And it would be true to say that over the years we've perhaps been rather reactive and just sort of waited for, to see what comes in. And we thought, well, it's about time we took a more of an intentional approach and a bit more of a strategic approach and responded in a more proactive way. So, as you say, we came up with a program that we call Growing Lives, um, recognising that, um, that there's a huge opportunity there. There are um, all sorts of ways in which churches and, and Christian charities can be engaging with, with young people in communities and around the country. Um, and we wanted to be a bit more generous than we are usually. We try to always be as generous as we can with our grants, but with, with Growing Lives, we thought, well, let's, let's, let's up the ante a bit. Um, so through Growing Lives, we now have grants of up to £25,000 available, um, and uh, the, the element of the project cost we can support ranges from 10 to 80%. So in some cases, really quite a high percentage of the cost, um, which can really obviously make a, a key difference in helping a church to realise a, a new project, perhaps with, with young people and children or uh, some new initiative that's going to, to help them to get get uh, better engaged with, with children and young people in the community. Uh, so it's a great programme. We've, we've given away, um, it's going to be looking like uh, probably nearly a million pounds through that uh, programme by the end of the year already. And uh, the good news is that we've decided to continue that programme into uh, 2020. Do you only receive applications from uh, you know, from projects that have a Christian, some form of Christian emphasis? That, that's really our main focus. We, we do have uh, a little bit of wriggle room in our chat of objectives to support um, other things that are not explicitly Christian from time to time. Um, but those are very much the exception rather than the rule. Um, sometimes there can be certain things um, that, that might catch our trustees' eyes and, and they may just feel that uh, there is a case for supporting something that hasn't got that Christian um, uh, uh, foundation to it. Um, but, but as I said, that's really the exception. That our primary focus is, is things with, with that have got a Christian basis. And that's um, one of the reasons for that is that there are many other grant-giving trusts around the country that will support uh, non-Christian projects, whereas the, the number of trusts that will support specifically Christian work is much, much smaller. So we feel it's good to sort of, you know, to be in that space and to support Christian work as much as we possibly can. Okay, well, people listening to us have said, great, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my application in. Jeremy, what makes a good application? What, what are you looking for? Uh, we're looking for ultimately things that are going to benefit people and communities, I think. Um, yes, of course, we, we do fund improvements to buildings and restore, repairs and restorations uh, and those sorts of things. Um, but we're looking for things that are going to give hope and support to people and communities um, by strengthening the, the work that churches uh, are doing and, and, and Christian charities too. Um, so it's important that people applying make that link between uh, how what they're doing to their building or what, what equipment they're buying is going to help them in the, the vision they've got and the mission they've got to reach out to their community or the, the particular sector of, of, the, of, the, of, the, of the country that they want to help. Um, so that's a really key thing. Um, and also to focus on you know, what, what the outcomes are going to be, how you're going to measure the impact of what you're doing um, over the longer term. So uh, look at, yes, what, what, the, what the work is, but tell us uh, what, what difference is it going to make ultimately, not just how many more people are going to come into the church perhaps, but how their lives are hopefully going to be changed by the fact they're coming into church and what the offer is for them, what are the opportunities for them perhaps to explore faith or receive help with uh, some sort of issue they've got. So it's that impact on, on, on people's lives that we're really looking for at the end of the day, and that's one of the key things I'd say that people should focus on in making their applications. Well, obviously, that's what makes a good application. What should people definitely avoid? Mm-hmm. Um too much detail is sometimes unhelpful, so it's, it's keeping it uh, sort of clear, keeping those clear messages coming through. Um, you know, numbers and stats are, are sometimes helpful, um, but don't sort of surround us with too much detail. Keep it clear and concise, because as I say, we get uh, something 
I know the applications are done uh, online in a, in a fairly simple um, process, but do you welcome applicants? You know, people who are maybe thinking about putting something together, putting something to you. Do you welcome them having a chat with you before they submit their application? I would say if if uh, people feel they, they that that would be helpful for them if they've after they've read what we've got on the website and still they've got questions then. By all means, uh, feel free to, to ring the uh, the number on the website, which will get you through to our very helpful grant administrator, a chap called Ian, who's uh, uh, very uh, always willing to help wherever he can. Um, but there is a huge amount of advice. There are FAQs, there are examples and case studies and criteria on the website. So I would really encourage people to go to our website, www.allchurches.co.uk, as the first source of information. Um, see if you can find the answer to your question there. And if you're still stumped, after you've had a look, that, uh, a look at that, then do give us a call and uh, either Ian will help you or he'll pass you on to uh, myself or one of my team and uh, we will always, if it's, if it's going to make a difference to you, then of course talk through the application and how we can help you to make it the best it can be so that you stand the greatest chance of success. Well, certainly I can vouch for the, the there's tremendous information on your website about the projects and indeed some helpful papers about, about how best to go about applying. So do check out those that website at allchurches.co.uk. But before you go, Jeremy, just to say, is it just a question that you, you give the money and then that's the involvement of the trust over with, with the charity? Or do you, do you like to maintain a, a relationship with, with the various people and the projects that you have made possible through the trust's work? Uh, we, we certainly love to maintain a relationship. It, it's not always easy with the, because, of, uh, as I said, the, the number of applications we support every year. Um, but as far as possible, we do try to keep in touch. We love to hear uh, back from people as to how the work has gone and how the project has gone. And we, of course, we seek to monitor that as, as well as we can. Um, but it, it's always really gratifying for me to, to go to visit perhaps a church that's been through a major project to restore its buildings or to extend its buildings and to go to the opening uh, service of celebration and just to see the difference that uh, our grant has helped to make uh, in, in making that vision a, a reality. So by all means, we'd, we'd, we'd love to get people uh, to, to get people to tell us what's happened. we love to help people help, uh, tell their story. Um, and we've got a fantastic comms team, communications team. We've got all sorts of advice and, and help available to help churches to get the word out of you know, what they're doing in the community and what, what the project is about and how our grant has helped make a difference. So it's not just the grant-giving side, it's the, it's the help with the communications and the PR side, um, and we, we love to hear back and to just to celebrate the success of what's happening in the, the, in the projects and the places around the country that we're able to give support. Well, Jeremy, thank you very much for joining us this morning, and, and thank you to you and your team for all the, the excellent work that you do in supporting so many projects uh, throughout the United Kingdom. You're very welcome. And don't forget, if you want to check out the, the work of all churches and perhaps make an, an application to them for a project that, that you're undertaking or you hope to undertake, then that website address is allchurches.co.uk. To listen again, download and to share this podcast, visit bizhere.com. Well, a massive thanks to Jeremy Knowles from All Churches Trust for being our guest on this episode of the Biz Here podcast today. That website, one more time, if you want to check out some of the projects that they're supporting or maybe even apply for funding yourself for your church, your organisation or charity, just head to allchurches.co.uk. And of course, for more inspirational interviews, like and subscribe to the Biz Here podcast 
podcast on iTunes or Stitcher, SoundCloud, or of course, head over to bizhere.com. For more inspirational podcasts, visit bizhere.com.